following contains coarse language and mature subject matter. Viewer discretion is advised. Cause baby now we got dead boys. You know we used to feel like slobs. But take a look what I've got. These ladies all about dead boys. We out the projects baby. Where we gonna live at son? Central Park West somewhere? What you gonna buy your mom son? How much? A big house. It's the will of the man. It ain't the skill of the man. Don't be afraid of nobody. Take it. Take Go it. strong, baby. Like nobody's better yeah. than you. You have a son named Jesus Shuttlesworth? Is your son considered the number one high school prospect in these United States? He's awesome, baby, with a capital A. Governor's made a request that your son seriously consider enrolling in his alma mater, big state. The governor's given me his word. He'll do everything in his power to cut your time here short. The NC2A deadline is one week away. Two parole officers will be assigned to you. Yeah, I guess I better get working now. Okay, here's the deal. I'm not here to waste your time. Week three here, he got game. So a little bit about this movie. It was made in 1998, film uh, directed, written and directed by Spike Lee. It's a Spike Lee joint. And right. it's about Jesus Shellsworth, who is played by Ray Allen, is the number one high school prospect in the nation. He is out of Brooklyn, go figure, with Spike there. Um, and his father, Denzel Washington, is Jake Shellsworth, is currently serving, I don't know if it's life, we don't ever get told. I think it's like, uh, it's like, the, it's like 25 years, it's not life. Because he, I remember, I remember what, thinking like, Huh. Was it like murder's wife? In, yeah, life. involuntary manslaughter or so something he, like that. Yeah. It's like 20, 25 years. When when Jesus' is a little boy, him and uh, Denzel and, and Jesus' mom get into an argument, he pushes her, she falls and hits her head on the counter, and it kills her. And so... Um, kind of like Million Dollar Baby, but instead of a stool, it was a counter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jesus and his sister Mary go to live with their Uncle Bubba, uh, the movie starts off. We get, I think we get a we get an introduction of Jesus running to the bus. Is how it starts out. After we get a, uh, an awesome montage of New York ba playground basketball, uh, and then we get Jake Shuttlesworth meeting with the warden, uh, who is Rudy's dad, by the way. Yeah. And we are told that Jake could have a reduced prison sentence if he is able to sway. Jesus to sign with Big State. Yeah, Big Big State. Big so, State. I think there's also Tech University. Tech, tech, tech University. University. Uh, and, and the reason it's Big State is because the governor of New York, Big State, is his alma mater. So if he can get Jesus to sign with Big State, they will possibly, there's not even a definite here, there's a possibility of having a reduced sentence. So basically, they're just giving him some a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, but it's like false hope. Yeah, yeah well, there's no guarantees, but they just you know they just made the comment that he's like you know uh, everybody that does right by him he uh, he never forgets that. So they kind of allude to if you do right by him, he'll uh, he'll make it worth your time. Try to butter him up a little bit. Yeah. So Jesus is released to two detectives, uh, Spivey and uh, I can't remember the other one, but one of them is Jim Brown, Hall of <laughs> Fame running back Brown's Jim Brown. Yep. Who who is awesome in Jim Brown fashion? He just does not give a shit about no. anything. No, Any, I, I, like, I like he gives him some money. He's like, here's some money. Go get yourself some toothpaste, some clothes, whatever you need. But go shower, wash your ass, son. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, they put the ankle bracelet on him, and he has seventy two hours. Do we know? Is it seventy two or four? Oh, it's one, one week. week. One week. He has one week to persuade Jesus 
to because it's go. One, it's one week to the uh, college signing deadline. Yes. So he's got a week to do it. And so he has one week to, to try and persuade his son to sign. And let's just start out with uh, uh, Jake approaching Jesus. Is not. It doesn't go well. I would say because he hasn't seen him in years. He's been locked up ever yeah. since he killed his mom. Yeah. Probably they 10 don't, years. They don't yeah. say, but yeah, you go by uh, Jesus' young age as a kid uh, when he gets out of prison there for a week. I'd say 8 to 10 years. Yeah, needless to say, Jesus isn't happy to see him. Multiple times, you, well, uh, you are not my father. But let's also add... Uh, yeah, he said, you ain't my daddy. Yeah, but let's yeah. also add there, when Jake, uh, you know, murdered uh, Jesus' mom, there was also, uh, Jesus had a little sister also, who was too young at the time to really remember what's going on, so... She still loves her daddy and is uh, happy to see him out of jail. So anyway, it's the the week before re- the recruiting season, and everybody and their dog is getting after Jesus, trying to get a little inside scoop of where uh, where he's gonna go. You know who he's gonna who he's gonna pick. Everybody everybody's trying to get that inside scoop to try to get to basically Wait, to make one? some money off him. Yeah, he's the number one prospect, the high school kid in the country. And we get a cameo from anybody who's anybody. In the basketball world in this movie, I mean, we get we get Michael Jordan. My get, my personal fave is Rick Fox. Rick Fox, Rick Fox <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> who uh, is his who is his um, his chaperone, kind his of, host, kind of like a big brother. It's his host at, uh, at uh, Tech. And Big Brother did him well at like Tech the, University. It was like the best recruiting trip ever. And that's one of the things that we'll kind of get to uh, later on in the pod. But if if we weren't, I don't feel like in 1998 we were really talking about the the violations of college recruiting but this just slaps it on the table brings it right in your face and it's like if you didn't know this is happening this is happening everywhere yeah yeah. it's crazy to think though that like if you once you watch this movie and the things that happen like like this stuff probably really does happen still still, to this day day. i mean it's uh money jewelry titties you name it they're offering it and it's every school in the country. Yeah. So, yeah. I was like, I feel like you're 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 doing something really wrong once you get caught because everybody does this. Everybody. But, but but even the high school coach was trying to give him some cash to get a little insight on where he's going. Even the high school coach. But you know they never really uh, they never really explained what why the high school coach would be giving him money because like he didn't have any personal gain at this point. I think he was. He getting just kind of wanted he was to know. Getting money from someone else is what how I little man. I, yeah, how I saw it. But anyway. So Jesus, uh, he actually meet, he is, his girlfriend Lala Rosario Dawson, dirty whore, takes oh. him to meet an agent, which he's not happy about. Um, and actually, you know, for the most part, Jesus plays it pretty straight through most of this movie. The only time that he really doesn't is he's living in an apartment that he's not paying for. Yeah, he, the, is the coach paying for it? I, wait, uh, I don't the know. uncle's paying for it because that's why the uncle wants to wet his beak. <laughs> and and he said, well, and and Jesus has said he wasn't going to let Mary grow up in the same yeah. house as Uncle Bubba. Yeah, so <laughs> Uncle Bubba and I can't remember the aunt's name. They were taking care of the niece and nephew, but uh, yeah, no, Ray was going to get out of there and bring his uh, little sister with him because yeah, Uncle Bubba just wanted to wet his beak a little. Right off of uh, Ray's success, so I mean, even family was trying to dig in there. And so this move, the during the duration of the movie, it, uh, is basically Ray Allen. He's basically trying to avoid Denzel Washington, and and Denzel is trying to make up for ten years. Not only is he he trying to get Jesus to sign with Big State, but he's basically trying to make up for ten years of absent fathering. He's trying to reconnect in, in, in one week. I mean, he he is doing everything that he can. And that comes even at a price of uh, 
getting an altercation outside of Jesus' high school with, with uh, who Lala says is her brother. Oh, I mean, there was yeah. a, a pretty brutal uh, throat chop. Yeah, I was say, it was a throat punch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't go around with a throat punch. You want to, you want to cripple a man? Throat punch. You have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. First experience watching He Got Game. I definitely saw it when I was too young. I got to thinking, <laughs> this movie is rated R for 14 different reasons. Uh, language at the top, violence, sex, drugs. I mean, it's so it's all there. Did you lose your movie boob virginity to this I, movie? I don't. I do not believe I lost my movie boob virginity to this film. Uh, <laughs> I think Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man took that honor. Um, so anyway, the first the interesting thing about this movie, I think it might have been it might have been the first basketball movie that I ever saw after Space Jam, which is. One hell of a leap. I'll say that's quite the jump. One there. hell of a leap, and the the reason that I like this movie, uh, Tyler, you know, after Tyler, Tyler never seen it prior to the watch on the podcast, and he came to me, he's like, it's not even a sports movie, and the more I thought about it, it's, it's not really a sports movie. I like the the relationship between Jake and Jesus. Uh, I, I don't know. I just it was just something that I like to watch along the way, and I I think the movie is I think it's too long. It's two hours and 16 minutes, and you could easily cut a half hour out of this movie. I think you agree. Yeah, you could cut a half hour. And, uh, you know, as Chase was saying, <clears throat> I watched it for the person the other day. I knew generally what the plot was. I had not seen I had seen bits and pieces of it. I just knew that Denzel had murdered his wife. He's trying to get his son to commit to Big State, and then he gets a early sense. I, I, I knew basically the summary of the movie. And, you know, so watching it, I was, uh, I was pretty pumped. It was, uh, gosh, I think it was a Thursday night. Both my kids were asleep, and I was like, holy shit, I've got like a two-hour window here to really do something. So I sat down and watched this movie, um, and it just, I, it never, it, it never got me excited. Like, it just, it just kind of, it was a half hour too long, and outside of, you know, the at the end of the movie where they play one-on-one for the contract, I just felt like it just kind of was a slow-paced, dragging out, which I think is also kind of Spike Lee's style, which... You know, I never was, you know, you know, like sports movies, you know, there's usually some times where you're on the edge of your seat. It's pretty exciting. Well, in sports movies, I is just, a, it's a moment to moment. I just felt like it, I never got there for me. And um, so, you know, I, I I can see where it's a movie that I think it's you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it, depending on what you're going into it. I think I went into it thinking like it's there's going to be a lot more basketball. Um, Denzel's is like mass murder. I didn't realize it was kind of like an accidental Still murder, but you know, not uh, not what I had built up in my head. I feel like you 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 watch it at two different times in your life. This came out in '98. I was 13 when this came out. I can remember clear as day. We used to rent it from Sheridan's. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there was a group of us. We'd always rent it because we thought we were so sneaky and badass. We we're like, oh man, there's boobs in this movie. It was like then we had to figure out whose house to go watch it at and not get caught. <laughs> <laughs> but I th- I feel like this is this is it's. Spike Lee from t- like 22 years ago. I mean, it's it's hit and miss. At the time when we watched it, when we were kids, when we watched it when we were 13, we we thought it was awesome. But then you rewatch it, almost you know over 20 years later for me, it's I was like ah oh, yeah you know you know you I guess you you see things a bit differently. I guess it all depends on how old you are, where you're coming from when you watch this, and how it's gonna hit you. Well, it's interesting too now because if you put things into the real life perspective. Uh, the Lincoln High School, I think, is a if I'm not mistaken, is a real high school in Brooklyn. And you had uh, that's Sebastian Telefair. I mean, yeah. three or so years later, 2001 ish, he was pretty much living this life. 
Well, I say I would say <clears throat> this is it's not so much a basketball movie as I think it's more of a movie um, that's the a journey from a top prospect and everything you go through up to decision day and everything that gets thrown at you. Everybody that wants to, everybody that comes out of the that woodwork wants of that wants to love you and be your friend, and it's more of a journey through that uh, transition and that big decision. Um, With that Denzel, than it is an actual basketball. Yeah, so I think it, I think it, I think it's that, and then they, you know, the Hollywood they come in and they bring in the. I think it's the first the Denzel, the first time in a movie that I've ever seen or watched when I was. It really showed you, like you guys were saying, it showed you that underbelly, that darker side that what you guys were uh, starting to hit on. Everybody wants a piece, and everybody's trying to give you money to give you because they just want that little bit of information, or they want you to go here and they're sign this, you know, endorse this, you know. Every, every everybody wants a piece. Everybody wants to wet their beak. Everybody wants to wet their beak, <laughs> including Uncle Bubba. But they didn't realize that Jesus was a straight shooter. He is. A, he is for the most part a straight shooter. Yeah. yeah. That was the best acting I've ever seen in my whole life. Seen it. Here's where we each go around and pick our favorite scene. I'll kick it off. Uh, I think there's there's an overall clear favorite for the scene. Uh, it's in the the very tail end of the movie. Uh, Jake and Jesus play one on one. Essentially, essentially they're playing for the the letter of intent to big state and it's, the reduced sentence. And, and but I think more so it's it's. Denzel wants him to sign up, but also Denzel, I think he still has a thought in his head that he's better than, than Jesus. It's a little bit of prove it to me because uh, Jesus, up to that point, had never beaten his dad. And, and off of that, my, my favorite scene in the movie is actually, it's a, a flashback scene. We get Denzel in the middle of the night, and he's pushing... Drinking a four, drink, drinking a forty in a paper bag. He's he's not well. He is physically, but I, I'm talking about pushing as in trying to make Jesus better. Jesus is probably eight or ten. Is he running lines? He's running lines. He's doing dribbling drills. And the, one of my favorite lines in the movie is, "Ain't nobody up right now. The only one up right now is Jordan. Jordan's the only, he's in the gym. He's like, uh, we're getting better. You go, what are you, where are we gonna live? You know, you gonna buy your mom a house? How many rooms are gonna have? And I don't know. And just in that moment, and like. You know, we didn't come growing up. We didn't have a ton. We weren't like that, but we didn't have a ton. And so, and and you get that that moment in there where Denzel says, "Ain't the skill of the man, it's the will of the man." And and that just that driving, like, there's so much good fathering meshed in with terrible fathering in that moment. Like, they're in the projects, and it's it's got to be midnight ish, and or maybe not midnight because when they come in, the mom's still awake. Yeah, because I think yeah, that's where the push happens. Least, and the, yeah, the murder. They come home, and, and, and yeah. as Tyler said, he, he uh, Denzel's got uh, his buddy there, and they're they're sharing a forty out of a paper bag. So I mean, it's again, there's there's the so much of the good fathering there, and, and you, you we allude to it later on. When, the forty, when, which part? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the 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 pushing, the wanting to make Jesus better. But the the second part though is we we talk about it later when Jesus gets out and he first kind of has that or, or when Jake gets out and he first kind of has that meeting with Jesus on the on the dock at Coney Island and he says I you know I, I hope you realize why I pushed you so hard I'm the one who put the ball in your crib and he's kind of taken he's kind of taken all that he's taking credit for a lot of that and I mean you kind of weigh it, it he's he's responsible to an extent there's a there's a seed planted there Showed, showed him the way. So I'm going to let Tyler and Levi now talk about the one-on-one. Levi, why don't you kick us off? Uh, I believe me and Tyler, we both picked the same one. Our our favorite scene, like uh, Chase was saying, is at the very tail end of the movie is when 
Jake and Jesus play one on one for to sign that letter of intent, and then so Jake can get a possibly uh, reduced sentence. Jake's rocking those Jordan Thirteens. Right, spent his furlough money on that. <laughs> Didn't yes. wash his ass with it. Got some new Jordans. Got that arthritis. <laughs> that, that Coney Island. That, that it's Coney, Coney contagious. Island. It's going around. Where that's that scene was pretty powerful. I I thought. I mean, it's it's the one on one. Jesus has grown now. So Jake can't push him around, and then it starts out, Jake scores the first couple of points, and then Jesus, he's like, he gets the ball, and he's like, all right, that's like that's it. He's like, that's all you're getting. He's like, that's the last point. And then he just goes straight Ray Allen on him and dominates him, and then it was like, it was kind of like, is there flashbacks during during that end scene or not? I, I, don't, I, I don't think there is, no. No, no flashbacks, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll add to what uh, Levi said that... Uh, when Spike Lee was directing this movie, he said, let, let him play out. Because originally the script was, Jesus was going to win 15 nothing, wasn't going to be anything. He's like, let's, let's let him play out. Well, when they let it play it out, Denzel actually sc- scored the first four buckets on Ray Allen. And the camera crew, everybody was going wild for Denzel. And you could see, and if you go back and rewatch it, you can see there's a switch. And, and Ray Allen kind of gets, gets a little pissed. Ray was pissed. And starts taking it to him. And I don't think after that, Denzel scored another well, bucket. But there's one particular scene that I think Chase is going to say here. Uh, Ray Allen just lowered his shoulder, ran over him, and dunked it. Yeah, and he was like, and that's no that's more. the eleventh point. That's yeah, the that end game, game point. I don't. I think. I don't think it was shot that way. It was supposed to go to fifteen. Uh, Jesus ends up winning eleven to five. But I just think at that point in time, in in real life, not in the script, I think Ray Allen was at his wits' end. You get you get uh, well, Denzel with the hand. He's really hand checking Jesus pretty well, good. And, and for anybody that doesn't know, at this point. Ray Allen's actually an NBA player. Just finished up his rookie year, and number five pick, number four pick. He he was a yeah he was one of the top picks. He was a lottery pick in the draft. Had a pretty good rookie year. Has a has a great career. And here's old man Denzel actually scoring the first four buckets on him. And uh, Denzel actually played college ball uh, division two or division three. And so I mean Denzel is not a slouch, but also this is Ray Allen who went to UConn and and was a top five pick in the draft class that produced Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Kobe like, Bryant, Allen Iverson, some top uh, top Hall of Famers. And, and actually, some interesting. I mean, we can kind of talk about it now. Um, Spike Lee actually wanted Kobe for this, wanted Kobe for to play Jesus. Uh, but Kobe was coming off of uh, the playoffs against the Jazz. Jazz, where we had, had some air balls. Multiple air balls. In we that. had some air balls, and uh, Kobe straight up just told Spike, I, "This offseason is really important." And so he passed up on yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, and, this is going to be the biggest offseason. I've got to get stronger. i got to play two games in the NBA. And, it, and, and it's interesting to see what would this movie have looked like with Kobe. There was another little tidbit from this. I think it would have been flashier. From the scene where it was after the game's over and they're standing there talking and Jake's trying to hand Jesus that letter of intent to sign. And there's, I can't say, I can't say all of everything that what Denzel says and, more along get the lines, that hatred yeah, out of your heart. he's like, you need to get that hatred out of your heart, or you you're gonna end up just like me. More or less, what he says. I mean, I can't repeat all of it. Right. But I th- I thought that was I thought that was a, a, a powerful message at the end of that as well. Well, and there's just that moment too where uh, Jake has to walk with Spivey and the other detective show up. I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, he walks to the edge there. And they cuff him right on the court. Well, well he yep. he goes to and they make him turn around. Yep. And so there's that moment where Jesus is getting. Uh, Jesus has just beaten Jake, and Jake has to turn around and face Jesus as he's getting cuffed to get taken back to to, to prison. And I think I think on top of what Jake says there about getting that hatred out of your heart, and then that that visceral 
seeing Jake actually get cuffed and taken back, I think that plays a lot into Jesus' final decision. Winners win and losers lose. Winners and losers. Uh, I'm going to go with my winner first. Of course, I went with Jesus. Uh, ends up, he's, I mean, he's a state champ. He goes to college. He's going to end up living the dream. I mean, ends up signing, spoiler alert, ends up signing with Big State. Big State? <laughs> Big State? Uh, where his dad, well, not necessarily his dad, where the warden wanted the him to go. The, go the, the governor. governor. Yeah. Uh, loser, uh, a, kind of a obvious choice here. I went with Jake. Um, he's going back to prison. Who knows if he's getting time reduced? I mean, he does does the dirty work. Well, he's at that point in time, we don't know. If yeah. Jesus, if we have no knowledge that Jesus is going to sign with Big State. We get nothing at that point. Well, well it shows at the end of the yeah. movie he did go sign with Big he State. Big but State. at that point in time, yeah. Jesus yeah. or Jake has no idea. But we have no idea if, if he's getting a sentence reduced or if he did everything for we nothing. We don't know because the game warden tells him, you know, technically you didn't get him to sign the yeah, letter of intent. Mm -hmm. So we don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, so my winners and losers, uh, winner, I'm with Ray Allen, uh, you know, first acting and matter of fact, it's his only acting experience. Um, and I actually thought, you know, for being a, a young kid, athlete and his first acting, um, there, he actually was good. He actually was not a bad actor. And one scene it was an early scene. It's the first scene where, uh, uh, he, he, Denzel comes back and he meets Denzel and Denzel's talking to Ray's sister and, you know, Ray for the last eight years has raised his little sister and you know, it's just the scene where he grab she he grabs her arm and is yelling at her. I'm like, yes. he didn't he didn't give you anything. I yeah, gave you yeah. that. I'm, I'm like, your father. I'm like, there's I'm some, raised, yeah, some real acting yeah, chops there. Yeah, he does. I so thought, I thought Ray was. I thought he would do very good in this movie. Well, yeah. in, in that moment, you have to remember too. There was not a ton of athletes that were acting as they were playing. We get athletes kind of transitioning to acting afterwards. The one that I can think of that has to be about the same time. Ready for this? Shaquille O'Neal, Shazam. Oh God. So, <laughs> so Ray Allen is looking pretty damn good in this moment. Um, oh yeah, what's your your loser, Tyler? Uh, loser, Spike Lee. Uh, wow. Director, writer, pro producer. I mean, he, this was Spike Lee's baby. Anybody knows Spike Lee? Huge basketball fan, particularly the Knicks. Uh, he had a twenty five million dollar budget, and he only recouped twenty one million. He took a loss on the movie. Uh, it, didn't worldwide it ended up doing like all together didn't it? I thought I read it did like 46 oh did it yeah. I, I didn't catch that I thought, part yeah, I, I, didn't thought catch worldwide, that. I thought worldwide it might have done like 46 but uh, it didn't do well I mean let's, let's put it this way it, it was no Malcolm X <laughs> no but although I know if we're talking I again I, I would took a, a peek at some of the reviews they were pretty mixed Roger Ebert said it was his best film since Malcolm X yeah. I'm not entirely sure what came out in between um, not offhand the, anyway. The, the reviews were very hit and miss. Kind of like what I said yeah, earlier. Yeah, some of them are really good and some of them are you, you got to really watch this bad. movie. I, I was think... saying, IMDb was rated a 6.9 out of 10, so... Yeah. I read the reviews and it was like either one star or four star. It was like not very much in between. Yeah. My winners and losers, my winners is basketball. Uh, coming from Spike Lee, I think it's... He's one of the sport's most famous... He's one of the sport's most... Famous admirers. Like, you crapped on me so hard last week for J.B. Fox. Like, that is the safest thing you've ever said. My winner's basketball. It's a but basketball. it's a love sport of basketball the, the, the is the winner. The movie is a love, it's a love letter to the sport. I, that's, that's, a that's all I got. A love letter to the sport. It, it that is, is the biggest cop-out I've ever heard. The winner's basketball. Whatever, whatever. Wow. Loser. Wow. Loser is uh, college sports recruiting, which we've already talked about. I, uh, I agree with you. You, you get a full look at what actually is going on with college recruiting. That, the the drugs, the, the money, the women. Uh, and then not only that, but like 
take the college aspect out of it, just all the people that are around you trying to grab on and, and get a piece of you as you're just trying to wet their beak. Trying to wet their beak a little as, bit. As as you're becoming the you're becoming famous. You're you know um, we just watched the NFL draft a couple weeks ago and, and you sit on that couch and it's like how in many, about how many of those players are renting this house well, right now? Oh yeah, and it's filming. like in about five minutes I'm going to be worth millions of dollars. Yeah. you know so uh, there's that moment and, and you see that as as Levi talked about you see that that underbelly and it's it's not a pretty one. It's not pretty, but at the same time you're like. You look at it, you're like, holy shit. Like, this has to be based off of something. Like, this is true. Like, this type of crazy shit actually does happen. You still have athletes to this day that come out and say, oh, yeah, I got paid in college. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, I mean, Jalen Rose got rich. You see Jalen Rose talk about it when he's like, what did he say my minimum was to take, oh. to take a visit? His minimum was like, Ten thousand in an uh, or, or in an, like an escalator or something. And, and Shaq was like, "Oh yeah, I got paid to go to LSU." Yeah, it's like, like, I, I, took, I took a pay cut my rookie season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a phrase. I don't think so. Yeah, it is. It certainly is. Yeah, it definitely is. Really? Yeah, it's from a movie. Quoting quotables here. Um, I've got I've got a couple. I'm guessing probably one we all have because we've all kind of said it a couple times here. Uh, so I'll start with that one. It's uh, Uncle Bubba saying, <laughs> all I'm asking is that you let me wet my beak a little bit. Surprisingly, I didn't have that. I actually oh. didn't have it either. Oh, I thought, it, it does make me laugh It makes a lot. me laugh. Yeah. Um, and then the other two actually came uh, from two different agents when he was on a recruiting trip. One said, uh, you know, when making a, bus- a business decision, the only color that matters is green. It's green, yeah. And he makes that comment because he's, uh, Jesus yeah. is like, you know, if I'm going to get an agent, I think I'm going to go with a black agent. And the agent he's talking to is white, and that's when he's like, I'm uh, making a business decision. Yeah. yeah, the only color that matters is green. It's like, crazy though, because like Spike Lee does the NBA 2K like video games. Yeah, that's the agent in the video game. That's Don Pagnotti, yeah. the agent in the video game. And then the other one is uh, he's uh, he's driving Jesus, and Jesus got one of his friends in the back seat, and uh, Booger, it's his cousin. Booger, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so big time Willie's like, "Do you know how to spell pussy?" And Booger's like, well, "I know, I know." He starts spelling out P-U, and Big Time Willie finishes with H-I-V. <laughs> that whole car ride with Big Time Willie is He just great. lays it all out there, yeah. He lays it all out there. And he shits on Booger that whole time. <laughs> yeah. He does not like Booger at all. He keeps on calling him a pygmy. Yeah. So, Levy, what do you got? I got a couple of them. Both of mine come from... Uh, the writ when the, the, their, their high school team, they're introducing themselves. Oh, so they're yeah, the five. Let's start at five. The, uh, the first one comes from Sip. It says, and this is big dude. I think he was like the center or uh, like a power forward or something. He's a big dude. He's like, we're the rail splitters, and nobody's fucking with us. And I remember that when they play, you know, when they go to the playground, they put they're playing the the, the five on five. Yeah. He's like, I got up, like, I, I got up. He throws in that oop. Like, yeah. The, the best part of that scene too is like when uh, Booger's there and he t- takes out the paper clip. He's like, What you can like, hear? You can hear? Yeah. Stay champ. He's got he's got the paper clipping in his sock, <laughs> in his sock. and he's playing in like a cut off polo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's wearing a cut off polo. <laughs> I got one more from the same scene, and it's from uh, Jesus's cutaway. And he's talking. He's talking to the camera. He says, Bas- "Basketball is like poetry in motion. You cross the guy to the left, take him back to, to back to the right. He's falling back. Then you hit the J right in his face, and you look at him and go, what? <laughs> I thought those were my those were my two favorite co- quotes. Uh, I had, I had a couple. I actually we didn't we didn't cross paths. We didn't have any of the same. Oh. So. Uh, Jesus and Jake are having a conversation, and Jesus says, 
Why'd you name me Jesus anyway? I hate that name. What kind of name is that? And 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 Jake says it's biblical. And, and Jesus says no kidding. No and actually, they get to talking. You know, there's having a little fun there. But Jake actually tells him that he's, he's named after Earl Monroe, Earl the Pearl, and not Earl when he came to the Knicks because the Knicks put the shackle on him when he played for the Bullets. And and we get this this spikely cutaway of of just Earl just slicing and dicing on all these people. Uh, the next one is Jesus and Jake are talking. I think it, it's it's a different day because that first one takes place on the dock. They're outside of a basketball court, and um, Jesus is kind of talking. They're talking about what you know. You know, they're probably cursing Jesus out in the in the losers' locker room, and, and Jake says, "You don't make no mistakes. You know, you out here shooting. You never miss no shots like, ever, you, you ever." Missed? And so I like that one. And then the one I already kind of alluded to, this one's my favorite. They ain't the skill of the man, it's the will of the man. Yes. Because that one, one that one is just something I don't you know, it's from a movie obviously, but it's something that can kind of drive you in, in anything you do. And and for somebody who watched who watched it pretty young and was still playing sports at the time, it was it was one that I always kind of thought of. That's a good quote. I like that. It ain't, it ain't the skill of the man, it's the will of the man. Basketball is is, is like poetry in motion. Just coming down the court, you got a defender in your way, you, you take him to the left, you take him back to the right, and he's falling back, and you just, Jay, right in his face. And then you look at him, and then you say, what? If I'm doing a fake movie, it's going to be a fake hit. Recasting this as if it was filmed today, 2020. So we're each going to go around and talk about our Jake Shuttlesworth. I went with Mahershala Ali. The reason I went with him is because he actually played Division One basketball and started for St. Mary's. Who? He's won. He's won two Oscars. He won an Oscar for Moonlight and an Oscar for Green Book. Oh, okay. I know yeah, what you're about. yeah. Uh, um, and he is also in House of Cards. He's Remy Danton in House of Cards. If anybody watches House of Cards, but I how actually old, how old is this bro? Uh, he's probably around the same age as Danielle, uh, or uh, Denzel. He's uh, uh forty, mid forties ish. Mm. Um, but Denzel ain't no mid forties in this movie. He is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In this one. Yeah. So he's right around the same age, but. I thought this was a good one because, like I said, this Mahershal Ali, he actually played and started for St. Mary's College. So, uh, picking somebody who like Denzel who had a college, uh, a college basketball background. Levy, who you got for Jake? I went a little bit of a different route. I didn't pick an actor who had a basketball background. I went with an actor I thought they could bring like the, the intensity and being serious. I went with T- Terrence Howard. Okay. Terrence Hustle, Howard. Hustle and Flow, Iron Man. And he never came back. You know, the only thing I have a hard time with that was I just have a hard time seeing Terrence Howard shoot a basketball. No. Yeah, I wonder what it looks like. I don't know. I guess I try to go with like I'm gonna preface I don't I don't love my selections. Um Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Uh actually uh, I think Levi, I think you blew your load early last week. I think Jamie Foxx is a better fit this week than last week. Um it's pretty athletic, yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx is athletic, he can totally do it. And then my other guy yeah. This is where I'm going to probably get dumped out. I want Tyrese Gibson. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's kind of athletic. He might be able to do it. I don't know. Anybody who's ever been in a Fast and Furious movie, I have no respect for you. Get, get here's the hell the, out of here. Everything, everybody I wanted to do... Russell was in one. Back off. Is like, he's like the same age as Denzel, so I'm like, ah, it's hard. That that's that was the hard part of recasting in 2020. I don't... I There's nobody else. This I was love. a hard one to recast. And so now we were going to recast Jesus, so I, I hope... I picked an NBA player... I hope you all picked NBA players. I actually went with John Morant, and the reason I went with John Morant is because his father was high school teammates of Ray Allen. It just seemed to fit real nice right there. So I also had John Morant. Yeah, there you um, go. 
Team it up. Okay, so I went a little bit of a different round. Young. I racked my brain. I was like, who has one of the purest shots in the NBA? And I didn't want to go with the, everybody's going to say Steph Curry. You know, it's like the baller, you know, the three pointer. But I actually went with this teammate. I went with Clay Thompson. So you went with the other three point shooter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I had John Morant, and the other guy I had was uh, Trey Young. Trey Young, he okay. he's he's, yeah. he's a good shot. He's got the swag. He's he could, young. He could carry a film. Um, those are my two guys. He John could, Morant or Trey Young. How do you know Trey Young can carry a film? A basketball well, I mean, film like this, yeah. like oh this you, if. If this specific role, Trey could carry this role. I think he, he kind of does carry himself with that swag. I don't know if it's a deserved swag. If you watch the NBA, he carries himself like he's a 15-year vet. Trey Young is 110 pounds. He couldn't carry my jock strap. <laughs> well, I don't disagree. But yeah, those were the guys I had. John Moran, Trey John Young. Moran, yeah. You know, there's part of me that wanted to say Zion, but like this is not Zion's role. No. And I don't. And it'd be hard. it'd be hard to pick... I think it's because he's so big and bulky. It'd be hard to pick a father to play against him. Can you him, imagine if Zion would have so done a Denzel you, on the basketball yeah, court? No if Ray Allen's running no over kidding, him. No yeah. You would have needed, like, Michael. Shaq. Shaq would have played his father. Yeah, so you would have needed, like, Michael Clark Duncan back in the day before he passed away. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Plot holes. I'll, get, I'll kick things off here. Uh, biggest one uh, for me was... Uh, Last time I checked, they didn't let uh, convicted murderers out on weak passes <laughs> to uh, go uh, try to convince their son to uh, go to big state. But it's the governor's alma mater. I yeah. don't give a damn. Last time, last time I checked, I watch a lot of MSNBC. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, for murder, usually you have to sit in jail for at least a year. Yeah, at least a year before out. they give you any like time or like you know good time served or whatever. Last time I checked, they don't let you out of out of prison. So like lockdown. For, for a week to go recruit your son. That was my biggest plot hole. And I was like, I call bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Any other one? Any other one? What else you got? That was the, that was the that's, biggest okay. one. That was one of the bunch that, That's a good one. Uh, the, I know what I had that one. And you know what I had was, uh, you know, the way they make this out, you know, uh, you know, Ray Allen, you know, uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth, his mom's dead, dad's in jail. He's basically raising his uh, little sister and he, he just wants to do anything he can to uh, get out of Uncle Bubba's house. Here's the thing. If that if that's all the case, he's not going to college. He's taking the money. He's going pro. Him and his little sister are getting the hell out of there. Oh, yeah. Because if he's going to go to college, wh- wh- where's he going to take his little sister? He's sleeping in a dorm. Well, you, know? well, he, you see all the money that's being thrown around. Yeah, he ain't staying he, in no damn he's dorm. He's getting out of there. He's going pro. So, kind of, kind of piggybacking off of that one. He's living in his apartment with just him and his sister, and nobody's asking any questions. Nobody's <laughs> asking any questions about this. Nobody's bad enough. Evidently, this is the norm. And, and the other thing... Going off of you, uh, what Levi had said, the entire plot is one giant plot hole. Yeah. Um, so they're gonna let, like, like Levi said, they're gonna let a convicted murderer out to try and convince his son to go to the governor's alma mater, and then on top of that, he's pretty much unsupervised for that entire week. He does have an ankle <laughs> yeah. bracelet on, yeah. but the two detectives they do tail him a little bit, but they just drop him off and he just does what he does, uh, and they give him money. Yeah, I give him money that he coincidentally spends on a prostitute on, and he on does. Jordans, so you <laughs> Jordans, can see, see where the priorities are. Money well spent. Uh, the, <laughs> the other one that I have is Jake assaulting DeAndre in front of the high school. That was awesome. It, yeah. it is. It's a. It, I like the scene, like Tyler said, but like. He assaults her and then he runs. And a, nothing, and throw, nothing. Yeah, throw chop and then he just takes and, off. Well, he throw chop and then a punch and then nobody ever like he's already calls in prison, the cops or he's anything. already in prison for murder. He's very like it almost reminds me of like you see it like on shows like diplomatic immunity. Like I can do whatever the hell I want. What, yeah. are, they gonna, what are they gonna do? Take me back to prison? I guess, yeah, he's already going back. 
And then the last one that I have, and we kind of already hit on this one a little bit too, is uh, his high school coach is just trying to give him a, a looks like $10,000 in a band, yeah. um, just just to find out what's going on. And, and like Tyler had said, where the hell does he get this money? I assume it's from colleges to try and get him to come there, but right, yeah, you he are just a, slides the band across a, uh, the desk and Jesus says, I don't want that money. You're a PE teacher that coaches basketball on the side. Well, then he's, he's like, it ain't the first time you took it. You took it before. Well, and it's not like it's... it's well, not but like, you was under the impression that was a loan from the coach to help out. And it's not like it's... he's The coach is coaching a... Well, it's not like a, a high school football coach in Texas where it's like, you know, the Friday Night Lights where it's like the football coach is making more than, more than the principal. It's not. It's not. When it, they're not a perennial powerhouse. So it's that that coach cannot be pulling in that kind of cash. We the rail spritters. What a stupid phony made up name. Retitle me. Uh, the category I really struggle with every week. Uh, so th- th- what I came up with is uh, biggest decision of your life. That's not bad. Because they, they just they make it a point to say it like six uh, times in your movie. movie. No, he said it. <laughs> so I, I went with the biggest decision of your life. All right, no, not bad. Levi, what do you got? What'd you come up with? You know, I struggled with retitling this one. I know you're going to get a crap on me. Just be like, oh, you're taking the easy way out again. But the only thing I can think of, and I struggled with this, the only title I could come, come up with was with Recruiting Jesus. Wow. Wow. Not, I, not that bad. I came up with three. Jesus. I came up with uh, The Offer is the oh. one I had. Uh, and another one, this is kind of, it's, it's a basketball term, but it also fits perfectly with Ray Allen. It's quick release. And it's also because Jake it has a quick release from prison. So I felt like it kind of fit double. Okay. Who the thought they got put into it, that? And the other one was the choice, which is a lot like the offer. The offer sounds a lot better, but those, those were the ones that I came up with. Uh, like we talked about, every week when we do the retitle me, it's more of a fun thing than anything. And it is it is one where you have to sit and think about, like... Levi, do you think that category is fun? I think it's stressful <laughs> as shit. It's <laughs> stressful as shit. It is. It's like every time you come up with it, you're like, oh, dumb. This category may or may not be replaced in coming pods, but uh, I have a lot of fun with it. My Obviously, my co-hosts struggle a little bit. It, but It's fun, but like I said, I struggle with it. But then that's like the shit I come up with. I'm like, recruiting Jesus? That's all you... Like, that's it. That's the best you can do. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. This is where each of us go around and talk about where we think this lands. I, I myself went with properly rated. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, You know, I really like this movie. I think it was part of the time of when I saw it. Again, it was kind of that leap Tyler talked about last week or two weeks ago when he went from Disney and animated films to The Rock. That was like his big jump. This was probably right in there with with one of my jump into more I was adult teenage movies and so I really like this one. I I like the relationship between Denzel and, and and Ray Allen. I like the the back and forth and like I said, I don't know if it's because of when I saw it, but I just I really enjoyed the 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 relationship, the back and forth between those two. The, the premise more than the basketball. So that's where when Tyler talks about this not really being a basketball movie, that's fair. It, it doesn't seem like a basketball movie in a lot of spots. Um, I like the, the back and forth between Denzel and Ray. Levy? Uh, it's rated a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. I would go to far. I, I'd say it's a little overrated. I would go like 5, 5.5 maybe. <clears throat> Just to hit on some other facts that we've already said. I mean... Like there's really not a whole lot of basketball in this movie. It's more about the relationship between a father and son. 
and showing the dirty underbelly world of illegal recruiting that goes on, you know, back then, and I'm sure it has to still today. I mean, right, it's got to be worse. I mean, it has to be. You just got to be. You just got to be sneakier nowadays. And you, you saw, know? is it Sean Miller, the head coach of Arizona? He, yeah, he like got hit ago, uh, about a year ago, year and a half ago. He got hit pretty hard. DeAndre Ayton, who was yeah. the number one pick in the NBA draft. Yeah, so I th- I thought it, it was 6.9. I think it's that's a little high uh, for, for my taste. Yeah. <clears throat> Tyler? Um, I, I'm right there with you, but I, I thought it was overrated myself. Um, maybe it's, I think it's, maybe because I had a different expectations going into it, I'm not sure. Um, for me, it just was a movie that I'm like, it was two hours that just... It just drug out, and it never seemed to really pick me up and get exciting at any time. The one-on-one basketball scene was really about the only time that I was like interested in the movie. Um, Do you think it would have been more interesting if we would have got maybe two one-on-one scenes? Maybe the first time uh, Jake Jake beats him, and then that that last time, maybe maybe then Ray Allen finally overcomes him. Do you think that that kind of because if you put that that first that other one-on-one game like in the middle? Like we, like I talked about earlier, sports movies are weird because it's like a big moment to big moment. That's kind of how they're how see, they're I, I built. Think I probably would have started the movie in the middle of his senior year, so you actually get to see senior see, year. Yeah, I wanted to see the some high school in action. Yeah. you see why he's well. That's like when they're playing the two on two, and he's yeah. like, "Yo, screw this!" And he throws it up and he hits that whole court shot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'll be my change. I, I I would start filming halfway to senior year because because then you get to see. Why he's the number one high school kid in the country? You get to see the skill on the floor. You get to see some actual basketball. We get the tiny glimpse is, is like, and we talked about this earlier. I, the, the playground scene where they're yeah. they're just playing other dudes, but they play as their high school team plays as a five, and because, they go play other guys in the neighborhood. I mean, collectively, there's probably eight minutes of basketball in the entire movie. If it, that's probably even a yeah, I, mean, I feel like you could have montaged it. Okay, it's like oh, it's many. I mean, you get. Well, a bunch of different montages. Well, I mean, you know, preluding up, you could have had like a two or three minute montage from when Jake goes to prison to where you could have showed like Jesus, uh, like his progression through middle school, freshman year. Like if you ever played JV and then going yeah. to varsity and dominating, give, give me a little bit more sports. Yeah. Well, then, and then the other thing too for me was, and some people like the, the, the cliffhangers where you get to decide for yourself how it ends. For oh, me, yeah. I was like... We don't even know. Does Denzel get out? Does he not? He ain't going nowhere. Because... I actually think it would have been more interesting. You're talking about the cliffhanger. If we didn't know where Jesus signed, I like that cliffhanger better yeah. than, than if Jesus gets out or than if Jake gets out or not. Or it would have been even better. He's like, you know, I'm going to Europe. I'm playing Europe ball. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So for, I, for me, I would definitely say it's overrated. Uh, as far as sports movies go, it's it's the for me, it's the least exciting sports movie I've ever seen. Woo! Uh, I'm gonna a, I'm gonna throw sport, that one out there. It's a sports there. movie with very little sports. Yeah. Now, if if it, if the film was directed specifically as uh, the recruitment from senior year to signing day, I I mean it's like and that's what I'm saying. Maybe like I just went into it with a diff- the the wrong mindset right out of the gates. Expectations were yeah. different. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a different movie than what I watched. Man, you were bringing some heat out there. Throwing heats up next. Who who came in and was called out bullpen and is throwing this thing ninety eight? Uh, I'll I'll top it off here. I'll start. I'm gonna go Ray Allen, and I think the reason I'm gonna go Ray Allen is because I I don't think that he knew what to expect. I think Denzel is fairly established at this point. Not not the Denzel we know and love now, obviously, but not, not training not training uh, day Denzel. Denzel is, I mean, he, he, he didn't feel 
Philadelphia. He had had Glory. He had had some of those other movies. Not Coach Boone yet. Nah, he was. He, he had, was a big. He, he was had, a big deal. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't as big as he is now. And I think Denz or uh, I think Ray Allen had to have been had to have been at least a little bit intimidated. At least a little bit. And especially with Ray Allen not acting before, he didn't show it though. No. And no. I think that's where I I think he just felt like he needed to he needed to be. I got to meet Denzel where he's coming from. So that that's my pick. I pick Ray Allen. I agreed. I went with Ray Allen on this one who was throwing heat. Like Tyler said earlier in the cast, uh, coming off his rookie season, I mean, he's not an actor. No. But there was... There was and he's a hell of a lot better than Shaq and Shazam. Yes. <laughs> there were certain scenes in this movie you're like, damn. You're like, okay, Ray, like, I, I, that's believable. Well, I, and I, you know, I can Ray, believe Ray this. Ray got intense in a couple well, scenes. Well, and then yeah. two, years, two years before this, 96, we have Michael Jordan and Space Jam. Yeah. yeah, but but, but Michael's that's a, he, but again though he's that that's acting while he's playing. I mean, if I know it's not this obviously we can't put the movies side by side. But, but stand alone, Ray Allen. I thought I thought Ray Allen did a pretty damn good job acting in this. I mean, of course you have Denzel. I mean, Denzel Denzel does Denzel things, you know, you know, spending his money on Jordan and hookers and whatnot. You know, that's Oscar worthy shit right there. <laughs> but all that aside, I thought. I thought Ray Allen came in. I feel like he held his own with him on screen. Yeah, agreed. Well, apparently I need to get a new meaning of a re- uh, the, the criteria heat. here, throwing heat, because to me the only man throwing heat in this one was Bill Nunn playing Uncle Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to wet my beak. Just, Just trying to wet his beak a little bit. You, you ain't going to buy your aunt a new house? We took care of you kids. Like That's a fair point. Well, he was only in the movie for ten minutes, but in that ten minutes, he was yelling, he was angry, and it was real. He was throwing, he was going after Spitting it. Spitting a little. Oh yeah, <laughs> he sent his wife to the other room so he could yell at Jesus. <laughs> you better take your ass back there. Was in the back room or something <laughs> like that? Is what he tells her. Yeah. I mean, he's probably disqualified because he's not in the movie long enough. But if if you give him another twenty minutes to get up to a half an hour. It's Uncle Bubba. You give that man another 20 minutes, he's getting more in his beak wet. <laughs> uh, I, I think another 20 minutes, I think Uncle Bubba was going on that recruiting trip and getting that threesome in the dorm room. <laughs> I think I got it, but just in case, tell me the whole thing again, I wasn't listening. Recap. All right, so the the movie, Well, as we get to the end, as we talked about, Jesus and Jake are playing a one-on-one game, and there's two things at stake. The letter of intent to Big State... Big State! Big State! Uh, and the other, as Tyler kind of alluded to earlier, I think it's a pride thing. Uh, Denzel, Jake, doesn't totally know if, if Jesus is better than him. Is he the real deal or not? Jesus never beat him. And so they, they play that one-on-one game. Jesus ends up taking it. And in that moment, Jesus has no remorse. He, he, he puts Denzel on the ground, jams it for game point, Puts the ball on his chest and tells him to take his take his ass back to Atticus, and uh, and then uh, Jake hands him the the letter of intent, and and Jesus drops it on the ground, doesn't doesn't care at all, um, and then we get it we get a nice little wrap up here at the end. So we get Jesus. He's at his press conference where he's announcing his selection of where he's chosen to go to school. He has chosen Big State, and he includes his father in that in that press conference. He says, after a lot of uh, a lot of thought, I I have chosen to go to Big State. And he says something at the very the very tail end of that about uh, 
about my father. Like I hope my father finds peace. Yeah, something and of that nature. And, and then we get uh, we get Jake in the prison yard shooting the hoops, and he uh, he throws the ball. And as Tyler actually alluded to this, there's a scene where, where Jesus' mother dies, where Denzel and Jake, young young Jake, are playing, and Jake tosses that ball, and that that's when they kind of get in a fight, and and then the mother ends up dying at that point. So I don't know if those two are supposed to tie together or not, but you get Jake in the prison yard and he throws that ball over the fence. Of, it was like the entire concrete wall. Yeah. He like throws it out of the prison yeah. or something. Yeah. And then right it, the hucks it. And then it cuts to this old ratty ball appearing in the big state gym where Jesus is working out Just by himself. Out of the shadows, out of nowhere. <laughs> Damn ghost basketball. <laughs> and so... Uh, it, it kind of leaves. I, I I assume that we we're supposed to think about something. I'm not in, entirely sure what we're supposed to think about. And any anything to add to that? Or do you have any idea what we're supposed to think about here? Who knows at this point? At that point in the movie, I was like, it's two hours and fifteen minutes. It was an okay movie. Let's just be done. Let's just be done. Uh, I I think Denzel. I think when he throws that basketball out of the courtyard, I think. I think for Passing himself. Passing the torch? I think ah, he's, that could be. Is I think pass- he's just finally found peace with, you know what, maybe this is where I deserve to be. Uh, you know. Gotta get that hatred out of your heart. Gotta, gotta get, get that hatred, hatred out, out yo. And so, in that moment, uh, you know, as we wrap up, there was talks about a sequel um, from from Ray Allen in uh, 2010-ish? 2010 or 11? Wasn't that long ago? It, yeah, it was, when he was, with the the Ray Allen's career. it was when he was with the Heat. So he, it wouldn't have been 10 because 10 he was still at the Celtics. Well, so 10, 11, 12. Yeah, it was probably about 2012. The NBA let you, they did a night where you could put any nickname you wanted on the back of your jersey and he you put Shuttlesworth. And ironically, I believe they were playing the Knicks or the Nets. Spike was in attendance. He was courtside. Spike was asked about the sequel. Uh, and he said, you know, Ray's already on. We just need Denzel. And I don't think Denzel... Denzel is now Denzel, and I don't think he... Denzel wanted to save his career. <laughs> he knew what he had but in front the, of him. But the, the thought for the sequel was a lot like Ray Allen's life. He was wrapping up his, his NBA career, and I, I think it was had he... Was, is, Jake, you know, is Jake getting out of jail? Uh, maybe Jesus has a son. Maybe he's going through the same thing. I don't, I don't know where that goes, but... Uh, Spike Lee definitely did not rule it out. Yeah, I don't know where you'd go from there with a sequel. It'd be tough. Um, I think, like Chase said, you just wrap up an NBA career. And, and the big storyline would probably have to be Denzel getting out of jail and what comes next now Basically, he's a free I feel, man. I feel like you could, you don't have to do just the same movie over again just with, with Jesus' son. Or you could almost spin it and have it be like, okay, Jesus has been in the NBA for... Kind of like LeBron said, maybe the possibility of playing with his son. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, He yeah. holds on long enough, you know. Here's a little idea for, you know, some big Hollywood this is, this is a copyrighted, uh This is copyrighted <laughs> idea here, Hollywood. <laughs> Where Ray, or Jesus Shuttlesworth holds on long enough in the NBA and he actually gets a place with his son, you know. So maybe something like that. This was He Got Game. Thank you, everybody, for continuing to listen. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. Get it, uh, a nice notification every time we put a new episode up there. Uh, this is Chase signing off. Hope you guys enjoyed. This is Levy. This is Tyler. Give us a rating. And uh, next week, we got Die Hard. One thing they didn't plan on was New York cop John McClane. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, mother...